Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's Tuesday afternoon, and you know what that means. It's time to talk about Matt Campbell's weekly press conference. Rob Gray, how's it going today? Oh, going pretty well. Going pretty well. Beautiful day outside. Hard to believe we're winding down, what, three days from the end of the regular season here. But um, TCU Horn Frogs on the docket, and uh, obviously the postseason is going to occur again. So, you know, uh, looking forward to it all. Feels like this season has absolutely flown by for sure. Um, not a lot of discussion of the Horn Frogs today during Coach Campbell's <laughs> weekly press conference uh, outside of one question about Gary Patterson and whether or not it will be weird to not see him on the sidelines for TCU this week. Um, that was literally the only time, uh, only time that it was brought up. And other than that, a lot of talk about the seniors, a lot of talk about Brees Hall and – you know, it just is, you can tell how much coach Campbell loves this group of guys. Yeah. I mean, and for good reason, I mean, this season's results aside, um, you know, the, competitively they were where they needed to be um, every game. And we've talked about this post game. We've talked about this. Uh, so some of these in recent weeks that, you know, that, that's, that's all you can, I mean, that's not all you can ask for. Of course you want the result too. But um, in terms of the preparation, in terms of all of that, this group has been an exemplary group and kind of taken what the, 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 the Lazard Salanings, the Marcel Spears closed out on and built off of that, you know, even though the results will only show it as a big step forward last season, um, you know, it, it, I, I know I've said it's a broken record. The, the fact that they're competitive against everyone on the schedule is remarkable. And it's all because of the efforts of these guys, the trust these guys have had in each other. And, um, you just hope they close it out uh, as good as possible. For sure, man. And it just is, you know, this group has obviously been so instrumental to the growth of Iowa state football and what this program has become. And, you know, it's going to be sad to see some of them, you know, some of them move on and, uh, but you know, at the, at the end of the day, like this is a pretty special group of guys, not just as football players, but as people. And you know, that was something that coach Campbell reiterated several times is just, he knows that these guys are all really prepared to be, you know, great citizens moving forward in the future. Yeah, that was a big, uh, you know, it, he's mentioned it before, but he, he talked about how these guys are, you know, whatever, whatever roles they're going to adopt, fully adopt in adult life, you know, whether it be, you know, husbands, fathers, you know, continue to be football players, whether it be engineers, whether it be teachers, uh, you know, and on and on and on. I mean, 
these guys have, you know, the, the, the efforts in the classroom, not just Charlie Kohler, but a lot of guys who are multi time first team, all big 12, all academic. And, you know, it, it, they set a standard for this young group as well as, or if not better than even the 2017 team did for them. Um, so it, it, it's, you're right. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's, there's, it's, it's always like when something ends, do you treat it like a funeral or do you treat it like a, a party? And I think it'll feel like kind of both because it'll be done. Those guys will be done that, that their ability to contribute to what happens on Saturdays will be quote unquote dead. But what they've contributed for what's going to happen in the years to come is very much alive. And it'll be exciting to see how it evolves. Uh, certainly. For sure. What, um, what, what did you take away from talking to, to Brock and, you know, some of the other seniors that, that were in there with the guys? Well, Brock made a point to talk about how much he's excited about what the young guys are going to do. And he said he has basically no doubt that they're going to take it up another level. Um, and I kind of asked him about just what does he see tangibly from that from, and he just says that's, you can tell from the guys from talking to them and, and, and everything is they're like, Hey, we appreciate what you guys did, what you've done for us. Now we're going to do more. And he just flat out said that. And he, and he was Arike, you know, I asked him about that and he said, you know, that's what you want. And that's kind of what they came in there to do. And that's what you want uh, the folks coming up after you. And he sees that as 100% uh, you know, the mindset going forward as well. And I mean, coach Campbell said it well, I think uh, Ben Visser at the Gazette asked the question I wanted to ask. So I tweaked it a little bit, but, he, what he said in one, in one of those answers was, you know, the 2017's team kind of laid the foundation and this class, this senior class has filled in the framework, you know, so you've got a structure of success here that, yeah, again, is not going to win nine games every year. And, 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 you know, when you're playing in one possession games a lot, especially against good to really good teams, um, sometimes those are going <laughs> to multiple times going to go against you. And sometimes multiple times are going to go in your favor. And, but you know, the, the, the structure of success, I mean, the pillars are there, the, you know, I, I guess they're, they're doing some roofing work. They're deciding on whether they're going to put a metal roof on or, or just some really high quality shingles, because I mean, it's, it's there for them to, to you know, to springboard off of no doubt about it. For sure, man. All right. We'll toss it off to coach Campbell. You guys can hear more from him and we will talk to you guys again soon on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast network. All right. Uh, we'll get rolling. Um, not really a whole bunch from my end. I, I know really good day of practice yesterday. Like I said, just things going a lot faster this week because, you know, playing on a Friday, but uh, I think probably really good for us and our kids ready to go and look forward to a great challenge. So Randy, go ahead. With Brees fixing to embark on territory that's never been done before score touchdowns in 24 rush for touchdowns in 24 games in a row um what do you what goes into a, a record an eye-popping record like that well I, I i to me the word is consistency for Brees. you know I, I think that what you have seen from Brees over really that west virginia game his freshman year to really every game he's played 
you know, there's a there's a real sense of professionalism and consistency that he brings to how he attacks the sport. And I think that that part has allowed our football team to really, you know, be able to use him in the most critical moments. And you talk scoring and that, that those are critical moments. And I think Brees has always been ready for the moment and has done a great job of just continuing to grow his craft and what he's about. But man, there, there's a lot of consistency about Brees Hall. Um, in terms of winning moments, and he's done a great job of that. And, you know, I talk about Charlie with that as that competitive excellence. And I think Brees is certainly a young man that's got all those tools. This is the last time we'll talk to you for a while. Um, so I'm going to ask this. Do you, will this be his last home game? Yeah, I think that's a great question. You know, I think that we'd be naive not to think that Brees Hall is one of the best running backs in college football right now. And so, you know, I, I think those are all really great decisions that, you know, he's certainly put himself in a position to make. And he's got a great family. He's got, you know, certainly great support. And we're going to do everything we can to support Brees Hall to make a great decision for him in his future. And whatever that is, he'll make a great decision. And uh, no matter what that is or what this looks like, this Friday for him, you know you're going to get his best. What kind of conversations do you, what kind of role do you play in that? I, I think you're the guidepost. You know, I think all you try to do is collect all the information and, I, you know, make sure that they have all the information to make the best decision for them and their family. And I think that's all you can do. You know, I, I think that what you, what you are is really proud that you're even in a conversation like you and I are having about a young man that's, you know, has earned every right to have a conversation about what does his future look like? Man, can he go play in the National Football League or is he going to stay in college? But um, he's earned the right to have that conversation. And all you can do as the coach is give him all the facts and let him and his family make a great decision for them. I think a number of your seniors, when they've talked to us, have been pretty candid and just about seeing the end that mm -hmm. it's that they know that their careers are winding down. And I know that's part of the deal every year for college programs. But when you have a group as big, as impactful as that you have right now, is there? A, is that feeling, whatever it is, more pronounced or, or different than other years? Um, I, I would say, you know, for me, especially, you're so grateful for every senior class that, that we've had here because every senior class has, I think, really brought a, its own niche to the building of kind of what our programs had the ability to become. And, you know, when I, when I look at this class, you know, obviously it's really special because it's a group of guys that really kind of a mix of our first two recruiting classes, you know, the first real recruiting class that we had the opportunity for a year to get in the weeds with, develop culture and relationship with, and then bring them here. Um, and, and really kind of came on the same, you know, the same premise that the first recruiting class came. You know, we were three and nine our first year. This group was, you know, kind of built on, man, can you help us, man, change the culture of Iowa State football? So I do think there's a sincere appreciation and gratitude and a sincere, you know, it'll be emotional for me because these every step of the way, this group has had elite courage, has had elite standard of excellence, and it's never wavered. And to me, I think that's it's almost like fitting the season I feel like we're having because I think it's defining of this group has never wavered. They've never flinched. They just keep playing and they keep showing the youth of our program what it's meant to to play here and what it looks like to play here. And I, I'm forever indebted and forever grateful for what these guys have done.
you know, obviously they're not done yet, but everybody wants to look ahead. What is that group done when the roster presumably flips over to a pretty big degree next year for those guys that are going to take their place? Yeah, I, I think I think the neat thing that they've done is, you know, man, when you look at kind of that process five years ago, you were coming in with nobody even could smell or touch success. They didn't even know what it looked like or felt like here. And what these guys, and there's some really talented players coming back. There's a lot of guys that are getting really meaningful opportunities this year. And when they can sit and watch excellence prepare, sit and watch excellence work in January and February and March and April and May, watch excellence when it goes well and watch excellence when it doesn't go well. And you can sit there and be an understudy and see it firsthand instead of speak it or the coaches speaking it, then I think that's really, really powerful. And that's what real programs have. That's what consistent programs have. And, you know, I think what a great blessing that all these young players in our program really over the last year and a half have really got to watch these guys diligently hone their craft. And, you know, when it's their time, that's that's what good programs have. Good players leave and the next generation's ready to take over because they left it better than they found it. I'll hit you with a lightning round of injury updates. I think Brock, Sean, Orion, and did, I think Kamani got banged up on Saturday too. Yeah, I think everybody will be available um, other than, you know, I think Orion probably is the one that's questionable right now. Um, so, you know, that's kind of, man, that guy's been a warrior and fought through it. And I think just continuing to evaluate where he may be for Saturday. But uh, I think everybody else is certainly available and um, that's a positive for us. That 2017 season, we talked a lot about that group laying the foundation for the future of Iowa State football. That future is now with this senior class. What can you say about the structure, if you will, that this senior class has built upon that original foundation? Yeah, you know, I, I, I texted our team this morning and I, I actually used those words of, you know, there's been some other groups that maybe have, have laid the foundation, but this, girl, this group's filled in the framework and they have taught everybody that it can happen here, um, that it has the ability to happen here, and how it will happen here. And I think those are, those are huge those are huge cornerstones. Those are huge building blocks. And, you know, in, in terms of success, winning, um, playing at an elite level, having the ability to handle positive and handle negative. Like this group's literally done every single one of those traits and they've done it first class every single time. And so, you know, for me, what they're leaving and what they're, I think what they've, they're leaving behind is a blueprint on a place where everybody said it couldn't be done. And they've proven over the last five years that it can be done. And I think that's huge for us. Matt, a lot of people want to look for a tangible outcome or a tangible result as a measuring stick. Mm -hmm. You talk a lot about the process, and we hear that every week, but how has this group in particular maybe lived out that process day to day when we only see it on Saturdays? Well, I, I, I mean, can there be any more videotape evidence of what you guys have seen on Saturdays? I mean, I, I get it, and I understand, and I, whatever it was it is or you know, we all want results. We, we all play the game to, to win the game. We're not naive about that. But what we, when you talk about our sport and you talk about, especially here, where, man, I, how many games have been one score games and it's coming down to this or this. And to me is, can you, can you keep playing? Can you keep getting better? 
can you keep when when it doesn't go your way or it does go your way can you keep playing at a level of excellence that you have the ability to play at? And I think this group, um, maybe our record may not show that, but the consistency of what we've played every football game with and giving ourselves a chance to be where we need to be when I think a lot of people worry about, man, what is the outcome? This group has said, man, maybe we haven't gotten the outcome, why? And then how do we go back and do everything in our power to try to fix those things? And you know whether it's been between quarter to quarter or game to game, I think this group has been nothing short of phenomenal of, of what our program has been about and the standard excellence that our program's been about. Matt, I was going to ask about a 2017 overlap as well, so then it'd be me to it, but I thought it was interesting what you said about them filling in the framework. I wonder if when those guys left in 2017, what they'd accomplished and what has been maintained. I would say it had never been in a position to win every game on its schedule before is what I'm saying, and right. they kind of put you there, and you guys are there now. Is that one of the, I mean, the landmark things they've achieved? Well. I, I think Iowa State hasn't sustained success ever in football, right? I mean, what has happened over the last five years is never happened in the history of the school. So I think what, what they're showing is it's capable. What they're showing is, man, you got a guy like Randy's asking a great question about Brees and Charlie. You're asking some of the best players. Have they ever had the best player at their position in college? No. So what they're showing is all these things are real. These things can happen. And they can happen with not being the five-star guy. And they can happen with being the guy that maybe had one offer from, you know, uh, Mac school. And all of a sudden you come to here and you start every game of your career at Mike Linebacker and now you're up for the Lombardi Award. It, it can happen when you're, uh, you know, nobody offered you a tight end and you're the only scholarship offer till signing day. And now you're up for the Mackey Award. And and you've had an incredible senior season. And so I, I think there's so many storylines. And, you know, I, I, I get all of the other result piece of it. But, man, have any of these guys wavered? Boy, they didn't waver. They didn't waver in Norman. They didn't waver after a tough 62-yard field goal in, in, at Texas Tech. You haven't seen this group flinch. And to me, I think that's what it has to be about here. I think that's how it's got to be built here. Um, we're never going to out-athlete you. We're never going to outscore you. we got to out-tough you, and we got to out-consistent you. And there's times we've been really good in terms of the precision and detail that it takes to win Games. There's time we've been a hair off, but from an attitude, effort, and consistency in that framework of what it takes to reach your full potential, and I know I, I keep pounding on that because to me that's really what our job is, is how do you reach your full potential individually and then collectively as a team. That's our responsibility as coaches, and really I think that's every young man that comes into our program, their own personal responsibility is how do I reach my full potential and leave here at 22 years old man, go be a great father, go be a great husband, understand there's no regrets of what my collegiate career looked like and be ready to go whatever that is, whether it's professionally, academically or professionally within the sport of football, reach your full potential. Um, and I think this group to a T almost as a senior class, I mean, I think every single one of them are ready to go do that one way or another in their life after football. So I think that that to me is as great as any win you could ever give me in terms of being a football coach. Speaking of bridges and great players, how much does the Kyle Kempt connection with Brock Purdy, how special has that been? And also then to think about all that happened between Kyle's first big game to yeah. 
all of this? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think the Kyle piece is really big. I mean, you know, we've got Kyle and Trevor Ryan that are embarked right now in our program. And to have those two guys in our football program working day to day that kind of were laying the foundation and to have Kyle in that quarterback room and understand not only, you know, the offensive piece of it and being able to work through that day in and day out with Brock from his freshman year on that, but the mental part of playing quarterback and all those challenges that come with it. I, I just think it's been huge. I think it's been huge in terms of their relationship. I think it's been huge in terms of Brock's growth and development. Um, and I think it's huge for our football program to have these tangible people that actually live this process that created these moments and they're here and they can have the ability to pull a young person aside and say, hey, listen, man, I went through this or, hey, we went through this and here's how we handled those situations. Because again, I, I do get it as coaches, man, it's like the school teacher. You, you hear them and then you, you kind of get to choose what you want to hear. But when the when a young person or a player or a leader in the program, that's maybe the, the young person standing up and says something those are powerful things and uh to have guys like that in our program i, I think it's huge for us going <clears throat> go ahead, going back to Brees, while he was transitioning from high school to college during the first four games whatever it was of his of his freshman season did you foresee greatness from him right from the start or or at what point did you say oh my god this, yeah. is, this guy, this is going to be cool. I, I, I think the thing that I've always saw about Brees is you saw elite athleticism. And, you know, I, there were a couple of moments even in that spring practice before, you know, his first year where you were. I think the thing for me was, you know, Brees didn't initially get what he wanted, right? He didn't initially get on the field and he had to earn his right to get there. And, you know, I think that's part of a young person's growth process. You know, it's it's there's a lot of really really talented guys even on our roster today that have great God-given ability, but it's more than that here. It's man, it's work ethic, it's consistency, it's how you go to practice, it's all those little things. And for such at such a young age to understand the value of those things and to snap it into full gear after that third or fourth game as we went into West Virginia to hear and take coaching and then to display it really that week of practice going into West Virginia, there was a couple moments where you were like, ooh, this guy's got a chance to be really, really special. And, you know, I'll never forget that first run. I think we're running an outside zone play, um, you know, on, on the left hash there at West Virginia. And he makes the safety miss. It's about a 24-yard gain. And it's like, wow, this guy has got this incredible instinct to make people miss. And, um, you know, I think he, since that moment on, I, he's been nothing short of exceptional. Uh, in a world where you are kind of laser focused on the next result in the next game, have you in the past or will you this weekend allow or tell your team and maybe even tell yourself to let yourself enjoy those few minutes on the field pregame, maybe take the game out of it for just a minute and just kind of enjoy what that is and what those moments are? Yeah, I think that that is something that is unique to college football, where senior day is special no matter where you're at. And I, I think any young person that can be a senior in Power Five Division One football and have stayed the course through really hard, those are special moments, and they deserve the right to enjoy that moment and recognition. And um, you know, I, I think 
I think it's usually very emotional even from my end of it because I see these guys who came in here as 18-year-old kids and they're leaving a lot of them have left or ready to leave as 22 year old young men and you know i think this group you've just seen it done the right way every step of the way that there's not a guy that's going to leave here that's not ready to attack life so you know i, I what my long-winded answer to your question is certainly yes and i i think it's certainly emotional for everybody and i think that's the trick a little bit too on senior day where you got to kind of snap back into it and realize man there is a game to play and you know you want to do everything in your power to give that that group the best opportunity to have success um certainly in that in that football game i'll go another direction here on uh on Friday, will it be strange having played or bit coaching here for long enough now? Will it be strange not to see Gary Patterson on the opposite sideline? Yeah, I think from my end, obviously, it would be just because I, I have such a respect for who he is and what he's about. Um, you know, I, I think Coach Patterson's one of those guys where you look at our profession and sustaining success. I, I think I said this a couple weeks ago. It's really hard to do, and and he was able to do it um, and do it do it really really well for a long period of time. I think even how you watch this TCU team play over the last couple weeks, you see his his fingerprint all over it. And um, elite athleticism, tough physical all those things and then obviously when you have a uh you know a hall of fame caliber coach and a guy like coach kill that's taken over for him you know you you, you just see consistency so um yeah it, you will miss seeing coach patterson for sure because the respect factor that you have for what he stood for and how he built a program a good chunk of these seniors will have a future in football beyond this but who are some of the guys maybe that you're excited to see what they do in the world outside of football after graduation oh yeah you know i i it's such a great question, and, and there, are, there are so many. I mean, you think about a guy like Colin Newell, right? He, he, like, it was interesting, Ryan Harkall, who does our radio last night on the radio show, he was talking about, boy, if you're an employer, how foolish would you not to come right here and get this group of dreamers that put, you know, at action and reality into a dream and made it happen. And how would you, how foolish would you be not to go hire these guys? And you think about a Colin Newell, you think about Derek Schweiger, you know, you think about Chase. I mean, you can literally go through the list of every one of the, these seniors. And, you know, I think about Anthony Johnson and Datron Young, and I, I just, they're all ready to go win in life. They're all ready to go make an impact and make a difference. Uh, you know, a young, young guy that, man, hasn't even played a lot of football for us, but has done a lot on special teams, Derek Griner, you know, a guy that, man, paid his way to come back to school to play on this football team this year. You know, I just, there, there are, there are fascinating stories across the board from my end of it. And to me, that's probably one of my great joys and, and appreciations about coming to work every day with this team is this senior class has led since January and they've led the right way and they've given us every opportunity to have great success, both on and off the field. So um, it, it'll be emotional, but I think, you know, you could go through every one of those names and I could give you a story about those guys and why I know they're going to go be successful in life. All right, coach, thank you. Thanks, guys.